The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. guys with ships we recorded live in the virtual hangar of our minds we are those guys with ships and this is the verse cast our star citizen gaming community podcast today is september 28th 2947 now with billions more streptococcus thermophilus <laughs> it helps to normalize your fergusons hey you, you get a turd fergusons yeah uh, good luck normalizing me <laughs> You you can't you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. Many have tried. Yeah, you know it was it was that was it was, that was a slightly different joke when I recorded this show with Jimmy earlier <laughs> this week. Um, now, turd, don't get me wrong. Um, I am plenty happy that you're here with me tonight. Exceedingly grateful, in fact. I've got those second date tingles running all up and down my body. Hey now. <laughs> uh, but I am I'm still a bit miffed. Uh, however, at myself for uh, screwing up my own file and thereby necessitating the re-recording all over again. You missed you know, me. Turd, it, you could say it. I'm sorry. You missed me. You could say it. That's true. I, I needed to. Um, I needed to uh, to uh, to create some subterfuge so I could uh, return the turd. <laughs> return <laughs> the turd. Yeah, it's uh, just like Yogi Berra used to say: baseball is 90% mental and the other half is physical. That's some wisdom right there for you. Uh, the future ain't what it used to be. Mm-mm. And speaking of the future, scheduling update. Okay, all right, so follow me here. October 6th, Blade Runner 2049 opens. So, of course, October 5th, I'm getting on a boat for 18 days with my mother-in-law. Will- willingly? Is this a planned... That depends upon who you ask. <laughs> you. I'm asking you. <laughs> yes. Willingly. Yes. Blink, blink, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> Speaking of the Blade Runner, though. Turd, have you seen the Blade Runner shorts? I mean, short films, that not underwear, but... But if you have seen Blade Runner underwear, please uh, do link a brother up because you know I, I, I'd be all over that. I, I did. I did Google this this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Blade Runner underwear, mm-hmm. uh, not as bad as I expected. I expected <laughs> pretty bad, and it was it was pretty tame by comparison. So, so feel free, people. Really, really. So, um, so tell me what 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 sort of uh, uh, you know tableaus would you really? be sporting? A, a lot of a lot of random stuff, but plenty of Ryan Gosling, so that makes everything better. Oh, new Blade Runner. You see, now I was hoping for some. Um, what was her name? Daryl Hannah. Uh, Daryl Hannah from uh, from <clears throat> to this point, the real Blade Runner. <laughs> I saw one one picture of Daryl Hannah. That was it. Oh yeah, 
boxer briefs? Uh, Gotta be boxer briefs. Uh, everything, all in between. Uh, I just expected you know blade and underwear together, and then running like that's just not a good combo to Google. <laughs> But, you know, because uh, um, Roy Batty, um, Rutger Hauer, it was Rutger, isn't it Rutger Hauer? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the played the Roy Richard. Batty? Yes. yes. I, always get, I get him and a, other, a, an other actor confused all the time. Okay, but we all know who I'm talking about, so yes. it, it doesn't matter. Um, he was wearing boxer briefs in the movie. Ah. You see? The underwear so I'm the thinking. Future. Yeah, I'm thinking a little tears and rain action, maybe with you know like a, a nice sensitive uh, scene with a, a dove and uh, you know um, some tears, dove oh. and tears, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. for when you're feeling vulnerable. For for when doves cry. Hey, I see what you did there. Hey now. So there are now three Blade Runner twenty nine or I'm sorry twenty forty nine prequel shorts that have been released, uh, which uh, bridge some of the canon gap between the original movie and then the new one, which is coming up uh, here in, oh, about a week. That's a week from today. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I guess the the, the first showing will be a week from today. Anyway, uh, the first one released is called 2036 Nexus Dawn and features creepy genius guy Neander Wallace, who is played by Jared Leto. And uh, he says, do this now a lot. And so I've been saying that a lot, you know, like at work and stuff, you know. Um, I need you to pull the um, the Johnson file. Do this now. <laughs> that was that was I, a really good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Who drank the last cup of coffee? Do this now. That doesn't really make sense. Um, but if you drink the last cup of coffee, you are legally bound to make a new pot. And you should do you this should now. You should be. You really, you know, when I'm king of the world, we all know lasagna is this in the microwave. Do the same. You see, I, 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 it's it, and it's equally as effective at work as it is here on the show. So there you go. All right, and then the second short, that one, it features Dave Bautista and is called Twenty Forty Eight Nowhere to Run. Um, and Dave apparently is a replicant and he breaks stuff. And uh, I guess his character is also in the movie, as is Jared uh, Leto's character, uh, Neander Wallace. Um, and then the third and final short just came out and is called Blade Runner Blackout 2022. Now, it's an anime short, and it tells a story set three years, uh, set three years following the end of the first movie. Um, so the movie ended in 2019. Hey, coming up pretty quick here, huh? 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 Mm-hmm. We uh, got um, some catching up to do. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, we need to play harder in uh, GTA um, Five, uh, Los Santos Gentlemen's Club, if we're going to uh, get Los Santos into Blade Runner shape within only two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, training begins tomorrow. It does. Um, so it's really it's uh, it's uh, cool stuff, and I definitely would say uh, check it out. Um, I it doesn't spoil anything, but. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to give my interpret. There are plenty of interpretations out there if you're interested in um, learning what folks think the canon bridging um, trifecta, if you will, is uh, is telling us. But um, um, I've got some ideas in my head, so um, 
as soon as uh, I'm back from uh, my float and bloat, um, we will for sure, uh, I'm sure at some point, be discussing it. So, um, Turd, you're yes, back! I am, oh, I'm back. God. Hi, everybody. You're back! Um, so, what's new and exciting for you? And if I was being too obscure, um, I, Jimmy and I recorded a show on uh, Monday night, and I, um, I um, screwed the pooch. I guess, I guess that's okay to say. Um, and so, uh, unfortunately, Jimmy was not able to come back out and re-record with me. Uh, so, um, Turd has been so gracious as to last minute, uh, he's our utility Turd. He, uh, last minute steps in, you know, it's kind of like a, um, like a Tommy Lasorda, Kirk Gibson thing. You know, Turd was limping, limping down the hallway, you know, and I said, uh, you know, I, I, I need one. I need one. You got to give me one. And he said, I got it. And so... So about midway through the show, I need you to do that thing where you know Kirk Gibson did, you know, with the you know the like you're pulling on a lever or something. The thing I could do, I could do levers. All right. Do you, do you remember what I'm talking about? I I, I don't. Oh man. I, yeah. I'll I'll will find you a link. I'll, okay, I'll find you a please. link to my past. <laughs> the missing link. All righty then. Well, oh, oh, hold on. There's somebody at the door. I mean, I better go check. Yeah, there, they're not going to go away. So I'm going to go check and see. Okay. I'll be right back. All right. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, um, so the space UPS guy in the brown freelancer is quick. Hey, now. Uh, all right. So <laughs> must be a max. Big old package he left. Dropped it like it's hot. Dropped it like it's hot. He didn't drop it like it's broken, did he? Well, I don't know, <laughs> but anyway, I'm, sure, I'm going to need your help to uh, drag it inside. So, um, can you All come? Right. Come, yeah, uh, yeah. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll be right back. Hold on, Sorry. hold on. Excuse us, people. Uh, okay, okay, okay. It's heavy. <clears throat> oh, okay. We're, we're back. We're back. Um, <clears throat> I'm definitely going to need to take uh, QB9 off of our Amazon Prime account. Uh, <laughs> not sure what's in the box. What's in the box? <laughs> That's never going to not be funny. Never. Never not. Um, but they're, they're <laughs> you. I just, yeah. Okay, there's some seepage coming out, so maybe that wasn't so funny. Okay, tell. Um, so we're not going to be opening it, and a return label printing Muppet BI. Bad, bad robot. Bad robot. It's kind of got a nice ring to it. We should probably patent that before someone else gets it. Maybe make a production company or something. Hey, I like the way you think, Turd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so, Star Citizen, yes. Uh, Turd, can you think of an event that's coming up, I don't know, sometime soon that, you know, might be exciting and people are anticipating and looking forward to? Hmm, can you? Hmm? Star citizen Con. Star CitizenCon, sometimes called CitizenCon 2947. Now, this time it's CitizenCon 2947, exploring new worlds. Worlds, worlds, worlds. That's exciting, right? You know it. <laughs> Um, so it has, anyway, CitizenCon has a theme this year, Exploring New Worlds. Yay! 
<clears throat> and hear from some of the uh, literature about it. With help from sponsors Consolidated Outlands, Aegis Dynamics, the UEE Diplomatic Corps. Who knew, who knew there was a UEE Diplomatic Corps? Hmm. Uh, Compass Magazine and Electronic Access. The theme of this year's event will be exploring Beyond the Known Frontier and Associated Protocols and Technologies. Yes, there will be speakers, there will be exhibitors, and of course, there will be vendors because vending happens. Yes. And? <laughs> and no, that was the other show. Right. Oh, right. I get confused yeah. often. Um, you, uh, another one you might try on is... <laughs> right you are, great one. <laughs> I do feel like Ed McMahon a little bit. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, the Doors, and this is different because, uh, Turd, we were together at uh, CitizenCon last year. The Doors mm -hmm. to the event this year are opening at noon uh, UTC time. Um, which I'm, I, I believe is local time there. And uh, there will be presentations in the main auditorium and numerous booths uh, focusing upon exploration and other topics. So sounds like, like a traditional con, a lot more than what uh, the event has, uh, has been in the past. And I'm, saying, I'm calling right now, there had better be a disco dunk tank. Now, I'm unfortunately gonna be in California, but I will drop serious UEC on beanbag throws for dunking disco, also known as dude thickness. Are, are you are you hip to the dude thickness turd? I I saw the dude thickness. I did. Really, uh, really, Jared, dude thickness. I am also curious to see how much water that beard can sop up. <laughs> you dunk him in the tank. It's <laughs> just <laughs> half of it. Just yeah. You know what? We have no evidence to disprove that his beard is not sham wow. <laughs> it's not blue. I believe they're blue. But. Yeah, good point there. Yeah, so am I. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. So, now, uh, do you remember uh, Disco Demolition Night? Uh, I've, I've heard of it. Yes, I've heard of it. I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of, <laughs> of, of, yeah. Disco okay. demolition. Okay. Was it Disco Demolition Night? Is that what it was? It was Disco Demolition Night. Detroit, so, right? Uh, Comiskey Park. I'm not sure where Comiskey is. Is that Detroit? I will say that's Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Sure, it's not Cincinnati. I don't know. Definitely not Cincinnati. Chicago. Well, hey, you know what? There's a link there. Well, Midwest. Chicago. Midwest. You're right. <laughs> there you go. Um, so anyway, uh, in 1979, my record collection was crates of nothing but punk rock. I had to hate disco. Uh, you know, because peer pressure. Uh, but when no one was watching, I just might have got my glory or gainer on uh, you know, a time or two, or perhaps not change the station when Blondie's Heart of Glass happened. You know, it might have, I don't know. But anyway, Dunk Disco, do this now. Uh, <laughs> it worked there. You see, you see what it is? Call I back. do, I do. Uh, I, am, I am Jared Leto. Freak out. Um, so, uh, Turd, you have any uh, thoughts on the new format for the event? Uh, I, I don't. I haven't really been paying attention to the Citizen Con this year. It beat just, in Germany and all. Yeah, just no, no opinion <laughs> on the expansiveness, the traditional conness that um, that seems to be transmogrifying uh, our beloved um, annual event. Well, the only celebrating the birth of Star Citizen. I, I, the only 
the only way I'm going to be disappointed now is if there is no dunk tank. Because now <laughs> expectations have been set. <laughs> That's right. Yes, I'm an expectation setter. <laughs> <laughs> now, and stateside, uh, there is going to be an exciting Star Citizen event called VerseCon. Yes! It's going to be at the Trinity Hall in Austin, Texas. Uh, it's going to be noon until late, both Friday the 27th and Saturday the 28th of October. Now, the Master of Ceremonies for the festivities will be Paul Shelley of the Astropub uh, YouTube channel. Uh, it's an excellent channel, so you should definitely um, uh, check him out if you, uh, if you do not already. Um, on Friday, they will be watching the CitizenCon live stream as it happens in Frankfurt. Uh, then they will talk about it during a live presentation of the Captain's Table show. That's the show that they do on, um, on the Astropub YouTube channel. And uh, Saturday, the, uh, the VerseCon will feature Star Marine and Arena Commander open tournaments and a cosplay contest for Star Citizen characters and CIG staff. So uh, both days there's going to be a full cash bar and there will be gaming PCs set up for folks to have themselves a LAN party. Uh, tickets are still available, but selling fast, so do go right now. Pause the show. Go right now to www.versecon.com for all them deets and to get your tickets right meow. Do this now. Sounds, sound, <laughs> yes, do this now. Sounds like a fun event. Um, I wish I could go, but I can't. Um, uh, however, uh, um, TGWS will be represented. Our friends Amontillado and uh, Gritspitter will uh, for sure be there. And I know we have other members who live uh, in the Austin area who I'm thinking will want to be there if they can. Um, so it should uh, really be a good time. Looking, uh, looking forward to, uh, to hearing all about it. Now, what time is that Pacific? That's noon. Um, oh, that's an excellent... Well, noon... Math. Uh, oh. Noon Where's uh, Ace? Pacific. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, see, I can carry the three, multiply by 12, um, deduct for military time. Um, I have no idea. I have no idea. All right. I'll see you then. We'll get together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, so that's, that's exciting, um, uh, exceptional news. And we have, uh, more of just regular news, which is nice too. So, um, Production schedule report. Now, this is updated as of the 22nd. We are recording on the, 20, um, the 28th, so we are just missing the, uh, uh, the latest ATV. We're actually um, uh, watching for it feverishly, uh, hoping that it will, it will um, uh, uh, drop any second now, and if it does, uh, we will see if we can uh, glean from it the, um, uh, the news about uh, avocados. Um, because we're getting we're getting real close, real close to the avocados. Brian Chambers was teasing us this morning. Yes, the yes, tweet. He was. Yes. Uh, what? What? You know, I did not see this morning's tweet. What did he say? Uh, it was just very vague. Just you know, getting close. It's all. It's pretty much all it was. Did no numbers. No. No more block. You know, didn't uh, give out how many blockers were left. He just said, close. He's such a tease with that hair. <laughs> All right. So um, as of the 22nd update, 
Uh, the burn down. Well, actually, we had a burn down on the 21st, so that was uh, actually a week ago today. Uh, the, the week ago today burn down, we had seven bugs till avocado time, and then in the production schedule report, which came out uh, a week ago tomorrow, um, total bugs until avocado time, still seven. <laughs> Gotcha. Uh, same, same. Uh, though there was a tweet or a retweet uh, from Brian on Friday of last week that uh, the magic number had dropped to five. Uh, now, regardless, it is getting a lot closer to that time. Um, and as of the time of this recording, like I say, uh, the latest burndown isn't out, uh, but we're going to keep an eye peeled for in case it drops before we get done, and in which case we will, um, we will report on it and say you heard it here first. Do we have our breaking news theme handy is it ready all right as long as we're ready you, uh, you work on your uh, on your walter uh, cronkite impression all right <laughs> and that's the way it is um so we got a, a weekly newsletter last week um that added a bit of context for the decrease in bug count um and uh, i'm going to read it verbatim or no i guess that's verbatim uh, the Star Citizen team continued their hard work on the Alpha 3.0 build this week, and it paid off as the total number of bugs and blockers dropped. Devs are driven to get the build into testers' hands so players can experience the excitement of piloting their ship from space into atmosphere and across one of Crusader, Crusader, or Crusader's moons. Check out this week's production schedule for an in-depth update on what was accomplished and how far we have left to go. And um, also, uh, kind of an interesting thing, uh, they mentioned in the newsletter a group of folks I'd not heard of before. And again, I'm going to hear I quote. Meanwhile, the player relations team traveled to Turbulence Montreal office for a summit this week. With CitizenCon around the corner and Alpha 3.0 growing ever closer to being released, it was vital for the team to get on the same page regarding a number of important issues. Now, I'd, I'd not heard of the player relations team before. Um, on other shows, I'd heard people talk about a public relations team, and uh, in the context of these were people that, that work at CIG that we've never met. Um, so apart from uh, a tweet from Sandy and, uh, and this weekly newsletter, uh, this is the only time I, um, I, or that's all that I've heard about these folks, um, at least uh, as far as them being mentioned officially. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping maybe we will get to learn more about them in the future, because you know, with a name like uh, Player Relations, yeah. Hey. Well, there's the we're, you know there's the community. We're players. Right. Totally players. You're a player. I know you're a player. player. Um, <laughs> well, we have the community team, and it seems like they're like the front, the face of the the organization. They they're actively, mm -hmm. well, they're they're dealing with the people that are actively interacting with the game. Mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe the player relations are more of like let's put ourselves in their shoes and let's walk through you know buying a ship and let's walk through uh you know playing the game this way and and just seeing trying to look at it with fresh eyes from like a, a new player's perspective yeah yeah i i, I don't know it's it's um I, well, maybe at some point there'll be um a um uh, I don't know which show would it be appropriate for them to uh, to do. Oh, you know what would be great is hey, how about having them on a, a subscriber monthly thing show? Uh, I'm gonna monthly. book it. I'll book them. Yeah, book the uh, what, subscriber what, what show. Called? We just had one. They're like a monthly yeah. subscriber town hall, I believe. Oh, what's no. what's it called? We just had it. We just had it this uh, like two days ago. It came out. 
what's it called? The um, oh, subscriber. Boy. Um, see now, now I gotta find it. Now I gotta find it. Google is your friend. Yeah, subscribers town hall. Yeah, we just had it a couple days ago with Sean Tracy. Shit, was that was that what about? What was uh? I watched part Sean of it. Tracy and Josh Herman. Right. Yes. And Chad, somebody or other. Oh man, sometimes these all just blend together. Yeah. So it's um. Yeah, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. So anyway, get those production peoples in there and, and ask some questions and you know hold their um you know do like the thing in Star Wars with you know hang them upside down and with the little thing and stop. Google it will know. <laughs> oh no, uh, Borgullet. Borgullet. Oh, oh yeah. man, Borgullet will up. know the truth. <laughs> Used to do that at work a lot too, and um, equally as effective. And by equally, I mean not. All right. So, um, and then we had um, we had a couple of ATVs uh, since last time we had recorded and talked about ATVs. Uh, the um, one on the 14th was titled Choice and Consequences, the Mission System. Um, and so they talked about the focus for getting 3.0 to the avocados for testing um, and how that was realigned. Uh, and the immediate goal was redefined to fix the traversal feature set first. And in Aaron Roberts' own words, the first thing I want to make sure we can do is traverse the system easily and well. And that's all this set of bugs is about. So they're um, they're, they're, they're tightening their focus on what they need to do to get something to the avocados first. Uh, they're not, you know, eliminating anything as far as, you know, well, we're just not going to worry about it when you get into your ship and your, uh, your pilot just like bangs his head against the, uh, 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 the canopy until he goes unconscious. Because uh, you'll just learn to play around that. Right, that's fine. You could do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll release with that feature in place. No, 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 no. Now, that's not what's happening. They're just they're, they're tightening things up so that they can... Um, get a portion of 3.0 to the avocados sooner because um, remember uh, at Gamescom when they had uh, the uh, the version of uh, uh, 3.0 that they did on the game flow. You see, I knew I, I don't know why the game show floor, uh, and they had you know thousands of people that got you know each got a chance to play it. I guess they found just a, a bucket bucket full of bugs because you know that's what bugs come in is a bucket mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. three buckets so full i believe is what they found yeah exactly and it was like those orange like uh home depot buckets you know mm -hmm. so good size buckets we're not talking about Solid. you know yeah little sissy pail that you take to the beach and you know build a um you know a, a cast snow sand or a snow castle depending upon which beach you go to i guess um no big orange do this now bucket <laughs> Isn't that their their motto? Do this? No, it's let's do this. It's it's uh, yeah. Let's, let's yeah. Let's let's, let's, let's do this. Do this. I, I, okay, I'm note <clears throat> note to self. Call CEO Home Depot. Change motto. Do this now. Okay. <laughs> I'm on I'm on a roll here, Turk. Okay, so after reprioritizing their next steps and fixing some things along the way, the burned down bug count on the road to Avocado City went from 76 the previous week to 26 as of the 14th. So, hey, that that's pretty cool. That's what happens when you, like, decide that you could ignore them. That they just kind of go away. <laughs> kind of like relatives. 
Sometimes. you're the one going on a uh, a cruise here soon. You see, you see, you are the salt in my lemon-scented paper cut. I just gotta bring you down, back down to reality, just occasionally. That's all. Just ground you every once in a while. All right, and then uh, the mission system was sort of the, the focus of the non burned down portion of, uh, of this ATV. And uh, uh, cool stuff, Tony Zervik, so you know, definitely check it out if you haven't. But um, uh, broad strokes, subsumption is the key to modeling complex dynamic gameplay opportunities, which will feel reactive and not scripted. So just let that sink in for a second. Reactive. Mm -hmm not scripted so you roll you roll up to an asteroid you know he goes hey you know and so you're waiting to like trigger something well there's no reason for something to be triggered it ain't going to get triggered mm -hmm. but maybe there is a reason dun 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 drama immersion immersive immersion. it's going to be immersion so deep you're going to have to come back slow or you'll get the bends Immerse, immersive I subsumption. I these things down. Here. Just, you know, I was kind of. I feel like Shaquille O'Neal. You know, like when he used to dunk the ball and then he would run up the court, just like staring at his hand. You know, like, <laughs> like a how did I do this sort of thing? Like, like, do you believe this thing? How did I get this power? <laughs> Gleep Diesel. That's when you don't break the bas uh, the uh, backboard, at least. Yeah, that's 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 true. That that's a problem I've had never. Um, so, um, and uh, Subsumption has replaced Flowgraph as the tool used for creating missions. And according to Tony, ultimately it all comes down to choice and consequence. That's part of the real world, and it ought to be part of the game world as well. So, uh, choice and consequence. <laughs> choice and consequence. That's a Jane Austen novel, right? I think so. I think uh, Kira Nightingale starred in the movie of that choice I, I, and consequence. I loved the show on Masterpiece Theater, but I thought the adaptation with the zombies was just a bit over the top. It still had to be done. It did have to be done. You know, there's the zombification of, of everything must occur. At least once, written. yeah. Totally. <laughs> and um, uh, generally speaking, there will be two types of missions story-focused missions, which we will receive from mission givers, and then random encounters. So, uh, Turd, um, do you have any expectations for the uh, for the mission system? Do you, do you expect you will want to focus on story-focused content, or just kind of hang out in space and, and let what's going to happen to you come to you? You know, I, I, you know, I've played a fair number of games, and, you know, a lot of them have stories, and I just... I can rarely get into a story on a game. Uh, I like there to be a story. I like to have that structure, but as far as the details, I don't care so much. I, I do. I like I like reacting to what happens on mm -hmm. those missions. Like when the GTA, like the, when we're playing GTA, the most fun I have is when like something goes awry, and like one of our choppers goes down, mm -hmm. and the other chopper has to you know. Uh, continue on with the cargo and then come back and try and mm -hmm. rescue our our, our our fallen crew members from whatever trouble they're in mm -hmm. that's when the game really takes off to me and so that's what mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to but I like where that's they're cool. going with all of this I really do kind of combo the two then wouldn't you say 
I, so I, like, yeah, you're on, a, so. you're on a mission and um, uh, then something happens where in the, in the GTA context, uh, a, a real player, or not a real player, a, a, a non-NPC character in the game um, decides to roll their tank into the middle of our uh, pool party and um, then the mission sort of disappears for a little bit and we have to go, you know, we make a, um, a lifetime commitment to ruin this guy's life. <laughs> payback. You need you need payback every once in a while when they when they come in like that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, again, that's, uh, I don't know, that's a lot of fun for me. I like it when that happens. Unless, of course, they're, they're you know, uh, hacking and then you just can't retaliate at all. Yeah, unless they're dropping money on you. Then, well, you learn to you learn to tolerate that for just a little bit. A little bit, yeah. You'll 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 stand around for that for a good three hours or however <laughs> long they do it. And then you and then you put your fists on your hips and you say, "I'm reporting you, sir." <laughs> right. I'm gonna buy a yacht and then report you. It's happened more than once. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's um, that that's going to be uh, interesting. And if you think of it, you know where that situation feels reactive um, and not scripted. That's that's the immersion, you know. And I think that that's that's uh, very very cool. And I'm definitely looking forward uh, uh, to that in, um, so, in space see, as I, well as just in Los Santos. Yeah, I tried to try simplify it in my mind. Like here's kind of what I took off of it. Like if you have so you have Miles Eckhart. Mm -hmm. who is kind of a shady character, right? Or can be. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm sure there's going to be, like, you know, some good characters, some bad characters, some in-between. If, a, if a, uh, you know, a, uh, a good character gives you a mission, just like a, a simple mission, and things go well, like, he'll, he'll reward you with, like, better missions of that type. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you're, if you, the same character, if you, like, kill some people along the way to... to uh, accomplish his mission he may not like that and he may not work with you anymore but if you have someone like Miles Eckhart and you do you know just what he asks and everything goes smoothly you know you may just get more of the same but if you kill mm -hmm. some people doing one of his missions he may be like alright if you're that kind of guy I got something really good for you yeah either that or like you're bringing heat down on me so um, we have to make that go away right yeah, I, I think that's um, that is that you know reactive feel. It's it's stuff that like makes sense instead of you know, yeah you you you, uh, you fly up this valley and then as soon as you go between uh, the big rock and the tree on the left, uh, a bunch of orcs jump out at you. We don't want that. No. Space orcs. Ooh. You don't want space orcs. Hmm. Hmm, undecided. I need more information. <laughs> That's right. Insufficient information. I, I am reading Lord of the Rings right now, so I'm a little interested. Oh, are you really? Are you reading it to your kids? Uh, no, I'm doing it for my... I've never read it myself, so I'm doing it oh, really? just oh. for me, yeah. Wow. I it's, it's, I probably should not be admitting this right now, but, but I just did. It's too late to take it back. It, it is. It's on the internet now. It's forever. That before. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, um, so and I I think that um, um, you know I, I'm 
I get obviously when these these sorts of things, I end up with more questions than I I, I had do answers. Uh, so I'm really wondering how missions selected from the job well uh, will fit into the story versus random paradigm. Um, you know, and I'm and I'm, I'm thinking of uh, passenger transport jobs uh, mainly and specifically. Um, you know, it's. It seems to me that that's going to be too focused an idea to have it just like happen randomly, but not really much of a story there to build upon either. So it's kind of like shades of gray, um, I, I suppose. So, um, but we know from the design doc that we got with the Genesis Starliner sale um, that it sounds like the passenger transport pilot, you know, or in other words, the player, will actually be initiating their own jobs. Uh, to a significant extent, thereby maybe bypassing both the story and the random. I don't know, but you know, it's this is 3.0, so this is not you know this is not it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. you know, it's we, we, we they're giving us something, and it's it's so it's I think it's it's uh, gamer nature to say, oh, but what about this contingency? What are you gonna do about this? It's, oh my God, it's broken already, and it's not even out. That was my. That, I thought there was somebody else in here with us. I thought I thought Reddit showed up. I had to check the box. Is the box still closed? Yeah, I think so. It's still seeping though. It's moving. Yeah, it's still seeping. Oh, the box. Um. Then we had another ATV, and uh, this was the one that happened last week. And the title of this one was Flight Plan. Full colon, air traffic control. And so, again, uh, I think we've already uh, beat this bug into the ground. Uh, Seven little bugs, uh, and the focus is on getting to initial PTU avocado release. Let's let's, let's update. Updating comlink. Updating comlink. Comlink. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. And... Most recent video, Bug Smashers. So, interesting thought occurs. What do we suppose are the chances that when the avocados are done with testing traversal, that CIG won't put that build out to the wider PTU while the avocados move on to the next build containing the next feature set to be included? Um, so that would put some portion of 3.0 outside NDA so that the content creators could begin doing what it is that they do um, with the added bonus that any bug, any bugs discovered by the wider PTU group can be addressed and then patched through the avocado tester pro- testing process before the next version of the wider PTU build goes out. So net-net, you have content into players' hands sooner, though the impact on time to 3.0 live release is unknown probably negligible. Um, assuming there is some set of, uh, some constant number of bugs which need to be fixed, um, it, it, you know, it probably won't won't make any difference, but I'm, I'm thinking that it's going to, uh, especially with CitizenCon coming up, it's going to be uh, a win-win for everybody to have uh, something out there sooner for folks. Yeah, okay. you know, they're, I, they're, I'm sure they're really pressing to get this thing done before Citizen Con. Mm-hmm. Did you um, did you get the sense from uh, from uh, the ATV? I don't know if you remember the uh, uh, the segment where um, 
Aaron was uh, talking to the developers and talking about his uh, his focus on, I guess this would have been in ATV on the 14th, the choice and consequences, um, where he uh, said, uh, I want to make sure that we can, what I want to make sure we can, what the, jeez, <laughs> Louise, their words, they're hard. The first thing I want to make sure we can do is traverse the system easily and well, and that's all this set of bugs is about. So from from that sentence, I kind of got the idea like, yeah, that's that's really what Aaron is looking at is he wants to get he wants to get something further down the um, the um, intestinal tract. That's probably that's probably there's probably no no fruit at the end of that tunnel. Um, pipeline. It could be. Further down it the could pipeline. be. <laughs> uh, some pizza so, yeah yeah no, that could so does that does that make sense I mean I, I, I don't I don't see any downside to, to them doing that do you uh no and I you know want it so please <laughs> just whatever man whatever, whatever takes, know. I don't care if I can traverse <laughs> okay, you're just like you know sitting standing in the corner shivering scratching yourself no no it'll be fine Remember, you see, no, you're not going to remember this because you're not old enough. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait when he was uh, on TV in the Bay Area? Uh, I, I, I wasn't in the Bay Area when I was younger. Oh, that's right. You were in Southern California, weren't you? Uh, Central. Central Valley. Ah, okay, okay. Well, anyway, Bobcat had a character, and he did that a lot. He, he vibrated. He vibrated in sweat and scratched himself. And we laughed, and we laughed, and we laughed. And then we ordered a pizza. Um, uh, let's see. So what else do we? Oh, so the um, air traffic control. So anyway, it, you know, I think this is very cool. It's interesting because I've totally cool. a couple of a couple of other shows, and folks have are been kind of mixed about it. Uh, but anyway, it's a very complicated system of systems, which is in its way, in my humble opinion, at the very heart of the player inhabited universe, and therefore. Star Citizen, the game itself. Uh, some of the interesting characteristics include uh, the ATC, and I'm going to use that abbreviation to save words, uh, system will manage both player and NPC ships in the same way and at the same time. So I, this is very cool um, because I think it's important that if, because if you had um, different systems managing ships dependent upon whether they were piloted by an NPC or a player character, I think at some point we would, we would be able to tell the difference and it would become, um, it would become uh, immersion breaking. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, everybody's gotta queue up. Robots, humans, we all gotta queue. Uh, and is this, I wonder if this is part of the luxury, like if you had one of your nice 600 eyes like if it would mm -hmm. bump you up in the line a little bit interesting thought yeah yeah so how um how pretty see now and this kind of leads into another thing that I, I don't think i'm going to talk about it in a little bit here but um um right i got that okay so yeah it's um i think that, that that's a that's a positive thing and we know that realism is an important focus um, of the development group because they told us, um, and the development group that's working on ATC, and because uh, the policy and procedure um, is being incorporated from real-world situations uh, to help keep 
uh, the environment uh, feeling realistic and all of our immersions intact. But, but they're also taking into cons consideration, because gamers is gamers, uh, that there will be real consequences to player misbehavior um, because traffic in, out, and around landing areas is going to be so key. Um, we're sorry, Top Gun. No buzzing the tower. It's not funny. And no shirtless volleyball either. 2947. We're not interested. Shirtless Sataball. That's what we're all about. Hey, now you see, there you go. There you go. Co ed? Yeah. Kelly McGillis? Hey, we're all inclusive. Everybody's welcome. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're dorks. Um, and then each flight controller is its own individual somebody. You know, the, the problem with Tony Zervik is that he uses really big words. A lot of syllables. They're smart words, too, that it's easy to, like, nod and go, yeah, I see what you mean there. But then you realize after a few minutes that no you don't really understand what he's saying you're just kind of nodding along and trying to look right it might as well just be one big long word yeah starting again at the bullet point Good each luck. flight controller is its own individual subsumption ai wow so put another way when we address an ATC, we will be interacting with an entirely separate logical entity with its own set of characteristics. Uh, from uh, the ATC entities servicing other players, now this can be different from the ATC entities servicing other players and or NPCs. Now additionally, if something happens to our controller, the one that's servicing us, and there is no other controller available to take their place, there will be a generic computer backup system which will kick in and sub for our missing AI. So, <clears throat> as an example here, so if I'm landing my ship and interacting with Hal, the AI ATC controller guy, and Hal's sister's husband, Bob, walks up behind Hal and pops a slug into his dome because Hal saw Bob getting busy with the hostess at the whiskey bar down on level 42, just before shift. And Bob doesn't want Hal to say anything to Bob's wife, Hal's sister, when Hal gets off of shift, that there will be a generic computer backup ATC which will pick up my flight and guide me in safely. Wah! That's good to know. That's winning. That's some scrumptious subsumption. There's got to be a way to combine those two words and make it come out even funnier. Scrubsumption. Scrubsumption. Scrumsumption. Scrub. <sighs> now I have homework. Oh, oh my gosh. Subscrumptious. There we go. <laughs> Subscrumptious. I see. I got to write that down. Oh, okay. Although, you know, when this happens, I do hope that the back of ATC will say something cool like, wow, that got real. Or... Clean up on aisle Hal. Bring a mop. We could probably safely say that Hal and Bob are both bad people. You know, are they bad, really, or are they just misunderstood? Uh, I don't know. Is that uh, Can the subsumption tell us that? You would think. Hmm. You know, certainly, uh, what is it, that flow graph thing ain't going to help us out here. Right, kick out some values and we can, uh, we can add them up. 
just sum up sum up a, com, a column of values and uh, make our determination. Yeah, and ah, judge and judge no. you judge you from it. We're totally going to do that. That's right. It's and now a thing. You, you receive a fair trial before being vented. All right. So um, let's see. Um, so kind of you know, and I alluded to this a little bit earlier. I heard you know a couple of other folks talking about um, in the shows um, in the community. Talking about air traffic controller and you know could it be a player profession in game? Um, maybe make it a profession that, um, and I'm thinking maybe make it a profession the player has to qualify for in some way. You know, like there could be a written test and or uh, simulator scenarios the player would have to complete. You know, maybe have to like sign up for you know classes. You know, and you know do stuff in 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 your. Um, Gus, it's been so long since I've gotten inside the, the darn thing. What do you what do you call that thing in your in our hangars? That the simpod. The simpod. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say the uh, the enormous bagel case, but that's that's probably not correct. Although, all visually, the, yes, semi accurate. We would all know what you're talking about. <laughs> and really, at the end of the day, isn't that the most important thing? It's all that matters. It is true. Um, so anyway, there could be a written test or and or simulator scenarios the player would have to complete satisfactorily before they are certified to report for real duty. Um, players could serve at uh, major city landing complexes, remote outposts, carrier ships, or, or maybe someday org facilities. What do you think, huh? Uh, yeah, well, it's funny you bring this up. Uh, last time I was on, you brought up editing. Uh, I happen to be an editor. Um, mm -hmm. My brother is an air traffic controller, mm. um, and he's the one that got me into gaming. Like he—he's the one that bought the old Atari 800 with mm -hmm. the uh, F-15 Strike Eagle that I played and played and played. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's not a gamer anymore. But I—I I saw this ATV and I sent this to him, and he came back and he's like, "Can I? Can I get in? Can I moonlight as a ATC guy?" And uh, I think it would be interesting. If anybody would do it, he would do it. You see that, you know, and that's the thing that um, that I thought was kind of missing from some other. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, you know, harshing on anybody else's, you know, opinion on this. But I, you know, I think that that, you know, I don't know if you know this term, but space is big. I, I didn't know that. Really big. Oh. Um, and Star Citizen is all about big. Uh, so, but anyway, point being is that I think that that thinking beyond the bounds of tra traditional roles or traditional player uh, personalities, mindsets, uh, proclivities, if you will, um, of what we think of as gamers, I think that there's going to be room and there's going to be things that attract people outside of that normal... Um, group of, of, um, of the, uh, archetypes. So, yeah, that might not be the right word. But anyway, you, you kind of know what I mean. I think yeah, yeah. Because there are... bring in your, your, your brother, you know? He, he's... He, when he was in high school, he did. We had one of those Cuisinart Macs. You know, the uh, the box. The all-inclusive. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, we had one of those. And he would sit for hours. And there was a, a an ATC game. An air traffic control game. And you would just sit there and line up planes. And mm -hmm. he did that for hours. So uh, they're they are out there, and mm -hmm. maybe that's that game changer ship that's going to be coming out. It's a mobile ATC platform. I don't know. Uh, you no, know, but it would be pretty I, cool. Let's 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 get back to it. Go go ahead, continue. 
Oh no, that I was I was pretty much done. Um, but I think it would be cool if like yeah, like you would have to go through some sort of certification. You couldn't just hop in there, but if you wanted to guide spaceships into a port, like uh, I'd be all for that. Maybe on down the road, maybe a little later, but uh, but yeah, bring sure. that in. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, we're, we're talking about stuff. You know, it's like my um, uh, my Starliner. I'm I'm guessing that's going to be really close to the end of Alpha before that that happens. That's going to be one of the mechanics. The the passenger transport mechanics. I think is going to be probably one of the last ones. Um, uh, but you know, and certainly something like um, ATC. Because you know you got to think for for them it's it's easier for them to have all of that have all of the logic in place that would allow subsumption uh, the subsumption AI to you know, manage that system because like I say it's a very complex system especially when if you're looking at a larger landing facility you know if it's uh, you know because uh, like what what are what are the three places we're going to be able to land on Earth it's going to be um, uh, Moscow, um, New York. Is there one in New York, and then is there one in China? Where's the third one? Um, anyway, uh, but you know, I'm guessing those are going to be big. Those are going to be those are going to be ports that uh, you're going to have literally. Oh, it's going to be a madhouse. Not hundreds. Yeah. Of, of, pe- of people that are going to want to land there. So, yeah, you know, set it up with subsumption AI uh, logic. To manage all of that, and then once that's dialed in, then you can sort of relax that a little bit and allow uh, uh, player characters to work some of those levers, and you know, and gradually, you know, release control uh, to folks um, and see how what works and what doesn't work, and then eventually, maybe you'll have a situation where uh, somebody can do that as a profession. And I think it would be very cool because I think you know, in addition to your brother, it's your brother, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In addition to your brother, who I'm, you know, just kind of, you know, lost interest in games, but you know, is still interested in the subject, and the subject would would potentially bring him back to a game. <coughs> Excuse me. I think that there are a lot of people also that you know, Star Citizen is going to be a skill based game, and I think that there are a lot of people that, for whatever reason, you know, they just they don't have the twitch reflexes, they don't have uh, the ability to. Um, um, or they're, they're not proficient at being able to um, uh, do the tasks that are required to um, successfully pilot a ship. Um, it's, it's just not something that comes easy to them and therefore it might become frustrating or, or, or um, uh, certainly not enjoyable. Um, maybe this would be something that they would be able, a way for them to participate in the game that otherwise um, they, wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't be able to or they wouldn't want to. So I, I think it's I think inclusion like that is is really really cool because um, um, I, I think there are a lot of a lot of people don't I think get as much of an opportunity to play especially those of us as an adult get an opportunity to play and enjoy play with other with other uh, people um, and I, I think that some of the some of the barriers to entry for those folks to that experience have to do with skill. And with um, you know twitch reflexes. You know, yeah, well, it's, it's intimidating when you get in there. Uh, you know, you're squared off against all those twelve-year-olds who do nothing but this. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So 
Um, and, you know, I, I think you could work it into a, a thing where, because I know we had talked before, we um, CIG had talked before, about potentially being able to become, uh, you know, to buy into the game without getting a ship, and that you wouldn't have a pilot's license. So people would need a way to earn a pilot's license, to earn some money maybe to get a pilot's license. So this would maybe be a way that, that somebody could do that. Um, maybe also for people that don't, because I think um, when we go through Squadron 42, when we, when we when we get pooped out the other side, yeah, it's a turd joke. Get it. Um, that, Is that the we first will, one? That <laughs> might have been. Wow. Oh my god! Oh, um, all right. Um, that we will, we we will be born again citizens. Um, but you know, folks that don't do Squadron Forty Two, you know, and and those two things, you know, are separate entities now. Uh, they, how are they going to get citizenship? Well, maybe this is a job, or maybe there's going to be other jobs. Um, you know, maybe something is coming up with the game changer that will um, uh, create a job that will allow uh, these folks to um, to gain their citizenship and um, and enter into uh, the universe that way. So, all right, it's cool stuff. So, yeah, and and like you said, you know, you, your your brother played um, played a, an ATC game on uh, on an old uh, version of the Mac. Um, I know that for a micro, 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 Microsoft Flight Simulator, that there are groups that get together and play, and they have you know like virtual, um, um, you know like system set up where you know with with virtual cities and everything, and, and they do flights back and forth, and they have people that play air traffic controller. You know that's that's their job, and uh, or that their participation in that in that um, in that gaming group. So I, I think. Um, I think it's potentially a really cool thing, and um, I really like that this level of detail is being um, given to uh, something which, um, at first glance, might seem like, oh, you know, fix the flight model first. The flight model's wrong. Until you fix the flight model, you shouldn't do anything else. You know? No. Do this. Do this. Make, make, do this now. It is, um, is going to be a big part of the game, especially when you get to the mm -hmm. big cities, like you said. There's going to be a lot of traffic, and... It's going to be a big deal to to have people not crash into everybody else and just ruin everybody's day. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm not I'm not denigrating people who have concerns about the flight model. I, I get it. I'm not I'm not a stick jockey, but I play one on TV. No, actually, I don't even do that. I you know that's that's not what attracts me to the game. But I understand that it is an important thing for a lot of folks. And uh, that's Im that is important too, and I and I believe that CIG will be addressing that sort of stuff. So I make jokes because that's what I do. And okay, update, update, update. Dun, 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 dun. Nada. Um, and then oh, this is like one of my favorite things ever. Uh, happy hour. Um, happy hour last week. The Happy Hour Museum, and it was Wing Commander 4. And uh, Ben and Disco did another of their series covering the groundbreaking games Chris Roberts made in the past, which helped shape the gamer that Ben Lesnick is today. And I really, really enjoy watching these shows um, because Ben's excitement and enthusiasm are so genuine uh, that it takes me right back to some of the first games I played and what magical experiences those were at, at those points in my life. So it's um, it, I, it I, seeps know, out of him. Old, I'm sorry. It seeps out of him. It really, really does. I mean, it's it's just like it's so honest, you know. I mean, he mm -hmm. is like so, 
He is so not full of turd. <laughs> <laughs> He's the anti-me, I guess, yeah. I can no, see that. No, 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 no. That didn't come out right. <laughs> that didn't come out right. <laughs> You know what? We, we started out slow, but we're really picking we're, up we're, steam now. We're, we're finishing with an explosive uh, volley. <laughs> You know, no, I'm not going to go there. Okay. Um, and then, of course, happy hour. You know, it's like, I, mean, I guess my point was I miss the old reverse the verses. Those were so much fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, those were. You know, I mean, because, you know, it's, that is, you know, that kind of energy, that's kind of, you know, the sort of thing that um, sometimes try to do with our shows is, you know, create that casual environment where people are just, you know, uh, talking with each other and, you know, making each other laugh or, you know, repulsing one another, you know. Uh, <laughs> That's why I tuned I'm in. Sorry. Sorry, Ace. I didn't mean it. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, um, you know, the all the other stuff is fine, you know, the the, the, the high production value stuff. But, but, you know, it's just like at does... some point, you know, just, you know, I like, nerds hanging out is, is makes me feel good. It, it does come off as scripted. It's a different feel to it. Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. with you. I miss the I miss the old ones where they just kind of hang out and like, oh, someone has a question. What is this? All right, let's talk about this now. And mm -hmm. yeah, those are great. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, so Ben and, and Disco and uh, Disco is Disco. So Dunk Tank, do this now. Push, and then like and the water goes. That would be awesome. Before we get out of here, Turd, um, X1 will be going on concept sale tomorrow, which by the time this comes out will be today. Um, and I guess kind of like the Tumbril Cyclone, there will be a couple of variants. Um, I have a base model, I think it's the base model, in uh, of the X1 in my 600i package. Uh, so I will be checking out the uh, concept sale for them CCUs. Um, Turd, you got any interest in that? Uh, a sporting fella, you wear uh, a suit and a gentleman's hat. Uh, only on TV. Uh, maybe, no. maybe. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta get some more information because I have a Nox and I have a uh, Dragonfly. Uh huh. Um, but if this is quicker, I want it something fast, which is why I got the Nox. So if this is quicker than the Nox, maybe I'll switch over. But if it's significantly bigger than the Nox, I might not. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I need more information. Uh, it mm. does look like a Star Trek OG phaser, though. I don't know if it does. It totally it? does. Yeah, yeah. That's that. You know, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, that's that's a good call. Good pull, turd. Hey, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, last but not least, for all the uh, for all the stick wagglers, um, apparently there are changes uh, forthcoming to the flight model. Uh, John Pritchett posted some comments uh, somewhere, I, and all I've seen are some Imgur snaps, and I will include links to those in the show notes. Has to do with um, uh, the uh, transitions in and out of atmosphere from space, and how um, those uh, uh, the, the changes in in, in how uh, craft uh, behave, and uh, so they. Because I guess uh, a criticism of what was shown at Gamescom was, hey, you know, it looked like the thing was flying exactly the same in space as it was, you know, lifting off from the ground. So what up, yo? Um, so they're 
obviously we're alpha they're working on it uh, but anyway John John Pritchett uh, and I guess I heard somewhere that he is over it might have been on redacted I heard that uh, he's over in in, uh, in Germany working with uh, with folks over there uh, on this so um, stick wagglers be a good heart your day is coming oh my god turd I lied one more thing okay have you seen second trailer for Red Redemption <laughs> 2. I was wondering, yes, I did. I did see it. Uh, it looks really good. It looks so good. I may have to ask Santa for an Xbox One box phone box or whatever they're calling it these days. Man! You know, because it's usually that the PC release is a couple years behind the console oh, release. Oh, is it that long? I don't think I can do that. That's a long time. I, I only you have know, so much patience. People mock us for being PC Master Race. It's not always easy. I'm just saying. Yeah, even even the guys on top have a hard time. So. Yeah, but it's 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 hard to justify buying a console for one game. Really hard. Yeah. I don't know. I don't you know. could justify it. You'll get hours and hours and hours. Of fun off that thing. I will. It'll you'll get it down to like uh, pennies on the hour as far as I know fun versus money. I know. <laughs> it just doesn't make me happy. <laughs> Maybe they'll just surprise us all and just go PC. They're not gonna do that. They're totally not gonna do that. I should get your hopes up. Yeah, lie to me. Just just lie to me. I will. I will for for this show. I'll lie to you. Tell me, tell me it's going to be okay, Turk. It's all, it's all going to be okay. It's, everything's going to be on PC. Everything. Everything you ever wanted. Uh, please go to engine.com. They're the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's engin.com. Engine now has their own cryptocurrency. Yes, Engine Coin. It's smart cryptocurrency for gaming. Check it out at enginecoin.io. Go check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at thebase.sc. Go to the INN and learn things. You can find it at imperialnews.network. You can reach us. You can reach the podcast. You can reach the show by email. Comms at versecast.org is the address. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. On the YouTube. Yes, we're on the YouTube. Go to tinyurl.com slash guystube. Yes, that's right. That's right. I did say it. Guystube. Join our org, go to tinyurl.com slash join TGWS on Steam. We are those guys with ships. And do be sure to check out our Star Citizen gaming community website. It is firstcast.org. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Turd? Turd. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Uh, I believe I'm Sir at Sir Turd Ferguson on there. I'm the royal, the royal turd. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's S E R and then T E R, so it's mm. there's because there are a lot of Turd Ferguson's out there. I don't know if you knew this, Gleep. There's several Turd Ferguson's out there. Um, Maybe on on the internet, but there's only one in my heart. <laughs> well, we all know each other, so if just find one of them and just let them know you're looking for me, and uh, they'll they'll point you in the right direction. Well, if the king's waters are blue, what color are his turds? 
uh, we'll, we'll have to save that for next time. I don't think we have enough time to get into that. Until next time, then. We are those guys with ships, and this has been the Versecast. See, that was a masterpiece theater joke or something. Oh. Did you ever see that movie? The What was it? Oh, well, I forget the name of the movie, but it was... Uh, it was one of the kings, and he had some kind of rare medical condition, I guess, that turned turns your wee-wee blue. Oh, I did yeah, not see this one. just strange. Was this on broadcast? Um, it, was, no, it was in the theater, but that was, you know, probably in the 90s. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let me stop it.